Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Thursday, June 9th. It was a somber day in the nation's capital on this date in 2004. That's the day the body of our 40th president, Ronald Reagan, arrived in Washington to lie in state at the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. Reagan died after a long private battle with Alzheimer's disease. And on this date in 1986, the official report on the Space Shuttle Challenger disaster was released, criticizing NASA and rocket builder Morton Thoykal for management problems leading to the explosion that claimed the lives of seven astronauts. It was President Reagan who addressed the nation on the day of the tragedy, which happened on January 28th of 1986. Reagan said the seven, quote, waved goodbye and slipped the surly bonds of earth to touch the face of God. And as Reagan said, we'll never forget them. Now let's have a look at that Thursday forecast. And good Thursday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. A spotty shower possible this morning under a mix of sun and clouds. Warm and humid out the door will be near 90 this afternoon. Hang on to the umbrellas today just in case. A couple hit or miss showers and storms possible this afternoon, this evening as well. Tomorrow rain chance about 20%. 92 degrees on our Friday. Headed into the weekend, 90 or hotter both Saturday and Sunday. Maybe a slightly better rain chance Saturday compared to Sunday, but still a lot of dry time. And next week it turns even hotter high temperatures in the mid 90s starting on monday you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader live five news now let's get to your morning headlines the deputy who crashed into a family of three resulting in their deaths is expected to turn herself in tomorrow. Deputy Emily Pelletier is charged with three counts of reckless homicide after Charleston County Sheriff Kristen Graziano says she ran a stop sign going 73 miles per hour and hit a car. Stephanie Dantzler and her two daughters, Shanice and Miranda Dantzler Williams, were killed when their car was hit by the deputy's patrol vehicle on Mother's Day along Savannah Highway at New Road. According to Lieutenant Sunny Collins with the South Carolina Highway Patrol, warrants for Pelletier's arrest have already been obtained and are set to be served tomorrow. The warrants come after a news conference on Tuesday where Sheriff Graziano announced the findings of an internal investigation into the crash. A bond hearing for Pelletier is scheduled for 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. The Charleston County Sheriff's Office tells us she is currently out of state visiting family. A man wanted in connection for the killing of two women in Beaufort County has been arrested hundreds of miles away in New York. Beaufort County Sheriff's deputies say Deontay Mitchell was arrested in Queens yesterday by U.S. Marshals. He faces two murder charges when he's extradited back to Beaufort County. Now the charges stem from a December 4th shooting that left 74-year-old woman and a 30-year-old woman dead. Deputies responded to Detour Road in Seabrook around 11 the night of the 4th. Now, when officers arrived, they found two women shot. Flora May Gant was pronounced dead at the scene, and Shayna Mulligan died on the way to the hospital. A man prosecutors say was driving drunk when he hit a North Charleston police car, injuring an officer and killing a canine is headed to prison. Richard Shore Jr. pleaded guilty this week to felony DUI resulting in great bodily injury, according to the solicitor Scarlett Wilson. Prosecutors say Shore crossed four lanes of Rivers Avenue on the night of February 15th in 2018 and hit a police car driven by Officer Brandon Van Ostel. Now, he sustained severe head injuries. His partner, Mojo, had to be euthanized. Shore was sentenced to 12 years in prison, but the judge cut that sentence down to four years of active prison time.
The owner, of, excuse me, the owner of the Myrtle Beach Safari will have to stay in jail a little bit longer after the defense attorney rescheduled the detention hearing. Doc Antle was scheduled for a hearing today, but it's now scheduled for next Thursday at 2.30 p.m. Court documents show that Antle and his employee, Andrew Sawyer, are believed to have laundered more than half a million dollars. That money was believed to smuggle illegal immigrants across the Mexican border into the U.S., Officials say the spending was listed as construction costs. Antle and Sawyer could face up to 20 years in federal prison if they're convicted. The U.S. attorney said all charges in this indictment are accusations and the defendants are innocent until proven guilty. Well, the 19-year-old Orangeburg County man accused of multiple sexual assaults will remain behind bars. When he was a minor, Bowen Turner was accused of sexually assaulting three teens in three different counties between 2018 and 2019. Well, he pleaded guilty to assault and battery and was sentenced to five years probation. But last month, Turner faced new charges, including disorderly conduct, threatening a public employee and probation violation. He was denied bond for violating probation. According to an attorney for the victims, yesterday a hearing officer determined Turner willfully violated his probation. Turner will stay behind bars until he goes before a circuit court judge who will decide whether to revoke probation for good. No word on Turner's next court date. State police have taken more than 20 dogs from an alleged dog fighting ring. According to court documents, Sled seized 22 pit bulls from a property in Allendale County following several complaints. Investigators believe the property owner, Dwayne Lodeholt, was raising those dogs to take part in dog fighting. The dogs are currently at a shelter in Allendale County. Funeral arrangements have been announced for the mother who died after being shot during a graduation party in Clarendon County over the weekend. Adriana Kind died Saturday night after investigators say she was shot during a drive-by shooting while hosting a community graduation party at her home. Clarendon County Sheriff says 150 people were in the yard at the time when 70 shots were fired into the crowd. Kind's 12-year-old son and six others were also shot but survived. No arrests have been made as of this morning, the sheriff and family of Kind is asking anyone with information about the shooters to come forward. The life of Adriana Kind, also known as Tutu, will be celebrated this Saturday at 11.30 a.m. at the Clarendon County Resource Center Gym in Somerton. Well, 89 affordable housing apartments for senior citizens are under construction in downtown Charleston's east side. The project is a collaboration between the city and the Humanities Foundation. Melissa Rademacher joins us to break down the progress. The 89 units will be made up of one and two bedroom apartments at the historic Archer School. The building has sat empty on the corner of Nassau Street and Jackson Street for more than 20 years. Construction just started and the units are expected to begin taking applicants in late 2023 and open for move-in in early 2024. To qualify, people must be at least 55 years old and make less than 60% of the average median income in Charleston. According to the census, the average income is about $55,000. The Humanities Foundation president, Tracy Doran, says people who have less than $34,500 of income a year will qualify to apply. She says rent rates throughout the building have not been set yet and are being researched. Doran says for 20 of the nearly 90 units, they will be accepting vouchers from the housing authority to adjust the prices down further. She says this is a collaborative project with a lot of input and support. 
the renovation and construction is expected to cost $42 million. In the newsroom, Melissa Rademacher, Live 5 News. Happening tonight, the Isle of Palms Environmental Advisory Committee is recommending sand hole and shovel regulations to the Public Works Committee. Molly McBride is joining us live at the Isle of Palms now to explain more about these proposed regulations. Good morning. Good morning, Michael. At the Environmental um, Advisory Committee hearing in April, a ban on metal shovels was proposed. As summer months um, come, tourism increase beach activity increases, leaving more unfilled sand hills on the beach, sand holes, sorry, on the beach overnight. A more specific recommendation will be presented to the Public Works Committee tonight, but the bottom line is um, the danger that large sa unfilled sand holes on the beach can cause for both sea turtles and humans. The idea was that children's plastic shovels don't cause as much of a problem because they don't dig as deep. It was felt by some that a ban on the metal shovels would be easy to enforce. However, others felt that the focus should be on the unfilled sand holes themselves. On Hilton Head, for example, shovels longer than 30 inches and holes deeper than 12 inches are both banned. After some discussion, the committee decided to come up with some solutions to the proposal, which will be presented at tonight's meeting. Any action on this recommendation will need to be considered by the city council and approved via ordinance, which requires two readings. It's important to remember while hanging out on the beaches that leaving unfilled sand hills, especially overnight, are dangerous to sea turtles and can be a public safety issue. On the Isle of Palms, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Celebrating a birthday today, mystery author Patricia Cornwell is 66, actor Michael J. Fox is 61, actor Johnny Depp is 59, rock musician Dean Felber of Hootie and the Blowfish turns 55, and actress Natalie Portman is 41. Thanks again for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.